Okay. Um, I'm a visual artist and I've been practicing for a long time now, probably 14 years. Um, but I always say that I was born with a needle and thread in my hand, so I've been making since day one. Um, I work a lot on my own, but also collaboratively with communities and also um, in a collective more recently in the last year. My work is mostly visual work, but I also do live work and performance-based work as well. One of the big things that I've found being an artist and um, getting to the point where I am now, which is making a living from not my art, but being an artist, which I think is different. So um, teaching, facilitating, um, being freelancing, um, all sorts of jobs. But prior to that, I think through the whole journey of me getting to this point, it's the key thing to making a living from being an artist is flexibility. So I've learnt that you need to actually be open to new opportunities, but also be creative in how you're going to make your money. Because you're creative in how you're producing your artwork and you're thinking outside the box in those terms. So I think being an artist doesn't fit into it doesn't fit into a capitalist model. Like you don't make you don't feel creative nine to five. It doesn't really fit into this idea of a money system, but we have to fit into that because that's the society we live in, in a sense. So being creative in terms of how you how you um, make money, basically, mm -hmm. and how you live. So being open to small jobs, big jobs, things that aren't necessarily related to art, but not having a tunnel vision where you think, I'm going to get up in the morning and I'm going to do this job mm. and that's all I'm going to do for this whole time. So... Yeah, and I think the more creative I am, the more doors open. And I can remember a friend saying to me before I decided to start freelancing and quit my part-time job, she said, when I start to panic, no work comes to me. But when I'm positive, it floods. And I've, I've found that as well. In fact, now I kick myself and go, why did I say yes to that job? Because I'm so busy. Um, but also using your skills, being creative with your skills. So I have a textile background, so I was very creative with my skills in teaching textile techniques, but also making products to sell and then making my art as well. So I've probably, out of all the money I've made, it's the least I've made is probably from selling actual artworks. It's been from facilitating community-engaged art projects. That's been you know, my biggest income earner, which is great, because I have that skill and that experience now. Um, yeah, so from there, I think I'd also like to say that as a woman artist, or as a woman in general, not just in relation to my art practice, I think there's been a lot of um, times when I haven't felt worthy of different spaces or places or opportunities, and I think it's, a lot of it's about persistence, but I also think there is a need for more women to put themselves in the public sphere and into into public places, put their work into public places, um, even if it's not perfect. And I think women, and I know a lot of older women, older women artists, or artists who are older than me, who don't put their work out unless it's absolutely perfect. And I just think that's really sad because there's so much mediocre art out there that... I just think, why are these people holding back when they could be contributing so much by putting things out in earlier stages? And I think it's also maybe women are scared of being vulnerable at those 
those times because we do have a history of being torn down, ripped to shreds by reviewers or you know other peers or whatever. So I think it's about being brave and taking a risk in that arena. But also thinking that I deserve to be in that space. And in my experience, having worked with a collective of women artists, and particularly women of colour artists, because I don't necessarily identify as being Anglo or white or part of mainstream sort of Australian society, and that also is another hindrance in terms of thinking you're not good enough or you don't belong in these mainstream spaces. So having been part of a collective of women of colour artists for the last year, having those people around me has really boosted my confidence in terms of what we're capable of and what we're capable of achieving and the spaces we're allowed to be in. So recently we were in quite a mainstream gallery space and we struggled with it a lot because a few of us felt like it was a bit um, pompous, we didn't belong there, but I also thought we deserved to be in that space and I think we need to affirm that for ourselves and for each other. And I think too, when women, we got into that space because there was another woman artist who came into that space via another avenue. And she literally said, I like to come into these spaces through the front door, open the back door and let other people in who may not have that opportunity. So I think if we can do that as women as well, people who are women artists who are in positions of power or who do have opportunities, if we can support other women to be in those spaces, then that's building our power and our confidence and building our collective um, worth <laughs> as well. And it can make such a difference for someone's way of thinking about their practice themselves and their career by having that opportunity. How's that? <clears throat> I don't want to change it. <clears throat> like, I gave away so many identifiers. People are going to know.